This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by Caroline's Coffee, hand-roasted coffee from the foothills of California's gold country. Online at carolinescoffee.com. Hey, this is Fletch. And this is Kendra. We want to welcome you to episode 130 of the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. This is a rebroadcast of an episode we recorded earlier this year called Classroom Teachers Who Homeschool. That's right. And so again, we haven't chosen these most popular episodes of 2016, but we must have some classroom teachers who really appreciated what Yolanta Herb shared with us, Fletch. Yeah, so let's head straight into that interview and we will catch you at the end of the show. All right, Kendra, some of my favorite things in the world, you know what they are? Coffee. Coffee. Me. You. <laughs> and Merrill hiking boots right now. Wow, Merrill hiking yeah, boots. Yeah. Dogs. Dogs. Pipe yeah. tobacco. Okay. Those yes. are some of my favorite things. But right now, I'm talking about coffee. Of course. Because uh, nothing is more enjoyable for me, even in the deepest, hottest part of summer, yes. than to sit down and have a nice hot cup of Caroline's Coffee from Grass Valley, California. Trace Fike roasts it. You know, they send us a bag of coffee every week, yes. and I try it every week. Um, I did not get my bag yet, so I didn't try it. So I'm, And I'm still finishing up my Maui coffee from last week because it's that good, people. But I'm not going to talk about coffee-specific. I'm going to talk about what you as a listener can do. Free podcast comes to your iPod, phone, um, Android device, however you listen to us every week. It's free. Here's what you can do. If you're a coffee drinker, a tea drinker, um, you can head on over to carolinescoffee.com, use the code H-I-R-L, support homeschooling in real life by supporting Caroline's Coffee. It's the easiest thing I can have you do uh, to help support us, and we get great reports back that our listeners do that often. Thank you so much. Enjoy your coffee. All right, so I think you had the idea to sit down with your friend Yolanta. Yeah, I love this girl. Um, we've we've <laughs> spent many a homeschool convention together in between our sessions, laughing and enjoying Cracker Barrel. And <laughs> yeah, and I I loved when I got to meet her. Um, just a really down to earth person, yeah. a real normal um, homeschool mom. Yep, um, and a very I can see why you like her um, because uh, she's very animated and and kind of the other end of you. You know, I, I wouldn't say that you're a. She's, um, she seems to be more outgoing than that's I what I'm saying. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, and I, and I see that uh, often in in these homeschool moms that that you love to spend time with. So let's head to this fantastic interview. We have a special guest with us in the studio today, Fletch. We do. I think I've met this person in real life. Yes, you over have. hamburgers. Right, exactly. So we have Yolanta Herb with us, and Yolanta blogs at Homeschool Creations, uh, which is absolutely a fantastic resource. If you are um, homeschooling any kind of elementary kids, well, Yolanta, you're homeschooling older kids too, so you're putting lots of stuff up for that as well. But there are so many great printables over there that she's got for you. So head over to Homeschool Creations. That sounds like an ad. Yeah, it does sound like an ad, but that's exactly what we want to do. We want to promote her because she's awesome. Exactly. So, Yolanta, welcome to Homeschooling in Real Life. Thank you. Hey, you know, I did. I made comment there during the intro that we met over hamburgers in Nashville, one of my fav- my new favorite places in the United States. 
is Nashville. And uh, we met there in, in a big, like, it was like a big uh, God-sized terrarium. <laughs> 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 with water and warm sunshine coming in. So Yeah, that's true. So hey, that... yeah, welcome. We're glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be here with you guys this morning. So we are talking about classroom teachers who chose to homeschool and more and more I'm finding that this is the case. You know, we posted this article recently on the the Facebook page about uh, classroom teachers who homeschool. And it was like, I just couldn't believe how many people chimed in and said, that's me, that's me. So Yolanta, tell us a little bit about how you came to this and, and what your background is with, uh, with teaching in the schools. Well, I got my undergrad degree in English. I was actually an English ed major up until my last semester when I uh, taught in the, and went into the junior high and high school arena. I basically decided that I did not want to go the high school junior high route because it was just crazy. So I have much respect for teachers that do multiple classrooms at that level because it's, it's a lot, it's very intense. So loved the English, got almost everything done, except didn't get that final little piece of paper that said, congratulations, you're an English teacher. I uh, came back for a couple of years and went and got my master's then in special, in early childhood special education so I taught in the public school system with preschoolers at that point uh, for several years before we had kids and then decided once our kids were going into school that I was obviously, I was going to be staying home. But then when it came time to send our kids to school, that was at the point where we decided that we were going to start homeschooling. So that was pretty much, had a little bit of classroom, but it was more with the younger kids, even though I had done some some with the older kids and then just decided that wasn't the route for us <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Ironically, now I'm teaching English lit at the high school level <laughs> in, in a co-op class and several, several different ones. And so that's been fun. It's, it's a completely different arena though. I will say that doing it with homeschool kids that it was um, in the public school system, but I am enjoying that. <laughs> so your oldest child is a high schooler. Correct. She is. Yes. And we have a second one this year that will be um, moving into some high school classes as well. So our age range right now is we have about fourth grade all the way up through um, our oldest is 10th grade. We call her. Well, this last year we called her a freshmore because she was technically a freshman, but taking a lot of sophomore classes, which you can do as a homeschooler. typical homeschool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's typical homeschool. So. So back when you started or back when you had these kiddos and, and you were in a classroom and, and all of that, what, at what point did you say, hmm, homeschooling seems like a good idea? Well, I'll be honest with you and tell you that initially that was not my uh, direction, <laughs> shall we say that, um, to give you a little bit of back history. Like my mom, my mom homeschooled my brothers um, back in the late 80s, wow. early 90s. And I was not homeschooled. They wanted to homeschool me my last few years. And at that point, we I was in a private school and just, you know, with a graduating class of 14, I said, really, I, I really don't want to come home at this point. So and in college, I did not really agree with homeschooling at all. It was not something that I just, I don't know, I guess homeschooling was very different if you want to think about it back in like the late eighties, early nineties. Um, and so I was, I was not a fan of homeschooling as it were, even debated against it in college. And then, but when it came time for us to put our kids into school, um, the, the school system that we were a part of at that time was 
I'd say fairly rough, if to put it nicely. Um, they'd already failed testing two years in a row and were on the third, you know, three strikes you're out kind of rule where mm-hmm. there would have been major, major overhauls. And truthfully, I just wasn't, you know, we weren't ready to put our kids into that, if you will. Um, so, yeah, so that was about at the point where we kind of sat back and said, okay, we've got a child going into kindergarten here who already knows how to read and was, you know, doing really well for her age. So, putting her into the public school system was, was a struggle for us at that point. So, and, and honestly, my, our initial thought, it wasn't that, you know, we were all diehard homeschoolers, like, here we go, we're going to be doing it for the rest of, you know, all the way through. It was, we can't screw up kindergarten, so we're going to keep her home <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Maybe that sounds really bad, but that was, that was pretty much the initial, like, we can't, I mean, we can't mess up kindergarten at this point because she's pretty much doing everything you need to be doing in kindergarten. So, um, but then after that, it just evolved more into, you know, it was something that we absolutely love doing. And well, you know, most days as every homeschool family will, I'm sure agree right? Um, that we really enjoy doing. And so we've taken it on a year by year basis. And honestly, wasn't sure that we would necessarily do high school either, but we got to that point and jumped that scary hurdle. And it's been absolutely wonderful. You know, for a lot of our listeners, uh, Yolanta, that's exactly almost what we've been saying regularly at Homeschooling in Real Life, which is every kid every year. Mm. So, mm-hmm. you know, we happen to have eight kids and three of them are out of homeschooling and that leaves five. But every kid, every year, we determine how we're going to educate them or mm-hmm. or what we think will be best for them that year. And and sometimes it's a week by week, you know, yeah. hey, this didn't, this is not working out. Um, <laughs> so I, I like that there's this, there used to be an all in all the time you know, mm-hmm. homeschooling is the only thing you can do for your children ever. You know, don't even consider uh, charter, public, private. You know, you are your parent. You are the kid's uh, teacher, Deuteronomy 6, mm-hmm. 7, you fools. You know, that's your job. <laughs> um, don't turn that over to anyone. Uh, so I, I like that, you know, it's that idea that, well, maybe high school. We'll see. You know, we'll see when we get there. And um, so, yeah, that's great. So, Yolanta, there have got to be some major differences between the classroom and homeschooling your own kids. What have you experienced in the way of maybe some things you didn't expect or some hurdles? Oh, gosh, hurdles. Well, then, the fact that you are everything all the time to these children and you can't send them home to anybody, how's that for a hurdle? Yeah, (laughs) that's real life, too. Um, (laughs) That's real, real life. I mean, I had a lot of challenges in in my classroom with behavior and things like that because of some of the kids I was dealing with. Now, granted, I know they were preschoolers at that point in time. Um, but you know, when you're dealing a lot of times with kids with special needs, um, you know, I, I know at that point when I was, when I was teaching, you know, I was just the teacher for them, obviously with the time that I was there. And yes, my relationship with them extended outside of the classroom, but you know, that was the parents, you know, for the most part, I mean, we're obviously taking care of them outside of the classroom and we're responsible for everything else. So, you know, but when you're at home with your kids, it goes well beyond Mm -hmm. (laughs) just the, I can't just send them home and, you know, expect somebody else to help out with something else. I am the end all for the kids in that aspect that, 
you know, I'm the teacher, I'm the parent, so I get to follow up with everything. So I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that can be challenging. And especially when it comes to, to discipline and things too, you know, I mean, you, that balance between teacher mode and having, I guess when you're in the classroom, you know, there's a different respect too for teachers and how kids respond. You know, my kids respond differently with different people. If they're at um, church or they're with friends, you know, how, how that, that authority level goes. And when it's your own child, you know, you have those day in, day out struggles. And in a classroom setting, I know it was very different in that aspect because you are the authority figure. And so that does carry weight. And so that can be hard at home because your kids are like, yeah, mom, right. yeah, <laughs> no, so whatever. I, I was yeah. thinking though, that is kind of the role of the dad. You know, you just come in and say, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a room or a floor in your house sometimes where moms go, no, no one up here, no one near me. Yeah. I need time off. And that is um, exponentially increased if someone is breastfeeding. <laughs> that's suddenly, you know, everybody off, um, yeah. which is troubling for a dad who doesn't breastfeed. Um, so then the second <laughs> thought I had in there um, was that idea of wisdom from other people. I'm, I'm just going to, you know, click into it before our break. Um, and you know, Tommy Kendra. Yes. Tommy's at our church. He was the youth leader. His name was Tommy Dick and Tommy Which, right there is a problem. I mean, for we've never leader. brought this up before <laughs> oh, on the homeschooling IRL, but you get a lot of respect from high school kids when your name is Tommy Dick. So, but he, <laughs> he, this guy was brilliant. And so I just want to, you know, whether it's a coach or a, a teacher, or a um, Sunday school teacher, or whatever that other authority is in your kid's life. Uh, it's funny how you said different uh, different responses to different people. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but Tommy is brilliant. I mean, this guy. I mean, there's I know of you know there's there's Wesley, there's Whitfield, there's Spurgeon, and then there's Tommy Dick who just knows everything. And I always thought it was funny when they would come back and tell us what Tommy said. I'm like, well, that's what we have been saying. <laughs> exactly. You know, he just says it in like a T-shirt that says like Mountain Dew or Leonard Skinner or something. You know, it's, and he's so smart as the youth leader. But, uh, but I, I agree with you. So that's that, those are hard lines to differentiate, right, for a mom mm-hmm. homeschooler. And I just, you know, from a dad's perspective, I just want to tell both of you, well done, because you know, we're essentially at work all day, you know, <laughs> and we, we come home and that's where, uh, I forget who said it, where mom's in the playpen and the kids are running out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So hats off to you both for doing that. Hey, I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, um, you know, I have some really hard questions for you. The real life ones that I think are going to make our listeners and maybe you squirm a little bit. So we'll be right back. Christian, put yours on. Do it. Hi, this is Mighty Joe. I love home storing and real life. And mommy is the best. Well, we're back with our guest, Yolanta Herb, and we are talking about classroom teachers who are homeschooling. But Fletch, you have some little tricky questions for Yolanta. I do. I think these are the, you know, this topic can be dreadfully boring because people are like, oh, classroom teachers who homeschool, you know, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of good here like that, that we were just talking about teachers that come to homeschool, like I'm, sh- I'm sure there are moms that, that would say like, I would love to turn off this hat and just wear the parenting hat or just wear the teacher's hat and not the parenting hat. Uh, so those are some of the trickier things, but I have a, a, a winger for you here. 
Sorry, I have a zinger for you here. It's, um, yeah, um, homeschoolers uh, who suck. <laughs> you know, as a teacher, you get into homeschooling, and, and what happens is, you know, like we go to that convention in Nashville, and you meet a bunch of homeschool parents. And mm-hmm. eventually you're going to brush up against some, and especially those like Kendra, like both of you, people that download stuff from you or want information, <laughs> and you're like, do you not know how to use the internet? Like, <laughs> Do I have to create a video on how to download? How to Google something? Yeah. yeah. So, so you oh. have those, but just as you two bump into moms who just are bad homeschoolers, how do you deal with that? Oh, so you're asking if I'm if I'm judging if I get judgmental? Well, <laughs> yeah, we can wrap that term yes, up however you want to. Sadly, but, yeah. but that's that's what it does boil down to, and that's hard because. I mean, especially like you were saying, when you come from a background of teaching and you're thinking, oh, my goodness, you know, but I think there if there's one thing that I am recognizing over the years as we continue on this homeschool journey, I mean, we've been doing it now for, oh, I don't even know how many more years, 10 plus years now. And as, you know, we bring up multiple kids through it, you know, all of our kids are learn. they are different learners. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what may seem like, duh, you know, this is what you do. And if you do this, this is the way you should do it. You know, there's so many different methods of homeschooling and styles. And granted, I don't necessarily, I don't want to say agree with them. They don't, they don't fit with me. If you'll, I guess, if you'll have it that way. Um, but it's really hard to say that it's not working Mm -hmm. for somebody else, because I do realize that different families have different lifestyles and different, Oh, that's a whole big can of worms there, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, it's just hard because there are so many different styles of learning and styles of teaching and, And that's hard because then you get into different personality types too. And so what my personality type is and what works for me teaching and with my kids could be completely different for, for another family. Sure. But that's hard when you see that in action and think, well, I would never do that with my child. But um, then again, there's a whole lot of different parenting methods that, you know, that just spills over into everything in life. It's not just, not just schooling, necessarily homeschooling. And And yeah. And it's, I guess, different things too, like with different states, you know, I know in our, all different states have different guidelines as far as what is, is not allowed and, um, you know, where, where they intervene in different things. And again, that doesn't necessarily mean that I agree or disagree with the state. Um, but you know, a a lot of them do have measures put into place, if you will, Mm. (laughs) you know, we have to submit, um, we can or have to, depends on where you're at in our state, um, submit testing every year, you know, as f- in showing where our kids that they're actually making improvements and, and things. So I guess, I guess to having kids coming up through that, that don't necessarily always measure up to what, what the norm would be or what would be expected of them per se at this age, you know, we have two that really struggle with reading and I am sure there are there may be parents locally that may be <laughs> sitting in even judgment of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well, know, yeah. saying like, well, if you just you know, and it's not that we haven't used the right curriculum or used it's just 
that's where the struggle is right now in mm-hmm. that. And so I think if anything, I guess what, what I'm saying is the, the many more years of having done it now, you know, whereas early on I might've been sitting there going, I can't believe that person's doing that and that they're doing it that way have changed to a little bit more, <laughs> a lot more of a grace approach in that and, and understanding that, you know, oh, you know, <laughs> I've been doing it this way and it's not really working with this kid uh, or yeah. working See? that way. See what happened? She so, got there without me even having to prod her. See, she <laughs> said, are you, are you setting me up for something? No. Well, I mean, I think, I think what, what we're saying here is, you know, there are public school teachers that I had that, mm-hmm. that just knocked the ball out of the park. Absolutely. They, they could have taught me anything. And there was another guy that couldn't have taught me how to walk out of a paper bag. I mean, just mm-hmm. he was obviously ill fit for what he's doing. And I think that's the real life part I wanted to get to. Mm. That sometimes you aren't going to be the best teacher for this kid this year. That's that same, you know, every kid, mm-hmm. every year. You have a, a highly charged hormonal boy. And, and I'm just saying this. Oh, if, if, if Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Please, sweet Jesus, come soon. But you know, you could be a mom of girls. And, you know, we, we have those situations where the, the kids are all like, you know, back in the day, they're all sitting in prayer dresses, sitting on the couch, and they're each reading their books, like super quiet. Oh, we had friends like this. And I walked into their house and their daughter is like classical music is playing and the smelly good candle is, you know, burning and she's knitting on the couch and I'm, I laughed. I like guffawed when I walked in cause I'm thinking I have five sons. Never ever has our homeschool looked like this, you know? So, and that's my point, Kendra. And I think, you know, for Elon right. too, like you, you may not be the best one for this hormonal boy this year. And there've been times where you're like, Hey, you know what? We need to send you to prison. That's what we need to do. That's you, you need a jumpsuit and daily rations. That's what you need, young man. Um, but I think that that's, you know, that's what kind of what I wanted to get to now. I have a second question coming out of this now. Um, okay. And I think, you know, when we, when we look at this as, um, uh, kind of this idea, what do you, what, what do you think? And Kendra, you can jump in as well. Um, cause I have my own opinions on, uh, the critical <laughs> homeschoolers who are, are the, you know, they're critical towards the teachers, the public teachers. Yeah. Like there's nothing good. There's in nothing a, in good a out of a, school, there's nothing good out of a yeah. charter school, mm-hmm. out of a private school and a public school, but having been in and having been in a tough situation, um, and I'm going to bait you on this one. Um, obviously there's a need for that in the world. There's a need for mm-hmm. people to step up and become public teachers and what do you think about that? You know, the judgment towards the school system. I mean, it's hard because, you know, I, I, I'm not, I will, I mean, I'll be honest and tell you, I'm not a, I don't want to say a diehard homeschooler. That sounds wrong. <laughs> you know, there's so many things that you feel like you have to say or be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree that homeschooling is for everyone. Do I think that, I mean, I, I know personally for our family right now, this is where we are and where we need to be. But I know there are a lot of friends of mine that I would say, oh, no, (laughs) you know, no, no, you're right. It's okay. You know, be released from that because we can heap a lot of guilt, too, on people in that sense, thinking and and cause undue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And on other people, you know, thinking that you have to do this. And yeah, I just like you were saying, I think there are a lot of public school teachers that are fabulous. I have friends that teach in the public school system and they are wonderful teachers and doing their part to reach, you know, 
to reach out to other kids who need help in that school system, you know, who might not be getting what they need from home. And I know that's what I was doing when I was in the public school system, you know, as far as, I mean, a lot of these kids, I still see them years, it's years later now, but the families, I'm still in touch with some of the families and I, you know, and I love that about it, but it's, I think that's a really, we need to be really careful in being, (laughs) um, judging of it. I want to say, I want to say judge not lest you be judged, (laughs) but that seems a little, (laughs) well, I just, I I think, I think the big statement you said earlier was this idea that as we, as we're young homeschoolers, Mm-hmm. We're so idealistic mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, you see a video, or or you or you see or hear Kendra or Yolanta at a at a conference, and you're like, "That's what I want in my school. I, that's what I I want to be that kind of homeschooler. Um, I want that kind of setting in my home." Because you guys sometimes can paint an idealistic picture, even mm-hmm. though I know the two of you were very real in saying this isn't the way. You know, it's not this way every day. Even right now on the, oh, yeah. the podcast, you're saying that. You know, this is tough. This is hard some days. But um, I think it's kind of like me watching, uh, who's that guy? The Happy Trees? You know, Bob <laughs> Ross. Like, I watch yeah. him paint, and then I'm there, <laughs> and it just looks like finger painting is being done. Uh-huh. You know? So I know he makes it look so easy sometimes. But there are times when I just need to go down to the local art studio and buy a piece of art. And not trying to make one my, myself. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. okay, there's better people doing this. Um, so, yeah, that's, well, that's and, a great analogy. Yeah. <laughs> and Yolanta, you've actually talked a little bit in this episode about um, you're teaching in a co-op right now. I mean, mm-hmm. there there is freedom within this homeschool choice, and there's oh, actually yeah. there's actually freedom within a schooling choice. I think that you know we think you either have to be it's an either or situation, but I know plenty of people who are after schooling you know, or who are mm-hmm. using, um, a hybrid, we use a hybrid with our high schoolers. And so it's a little bit of like, can you know, let's take this class that looks good for you, but let's homeschool this class. Cause that's would be better for you. And, you know, mm-hmm. there are so many variables now. And like you said, we're not, we're not those bushwhacking homeschoolers of the 1980s who really, it was a book and a kitchen table, you know, mm-hmm. we have so many options now and we can, can we, you know, can we say, let's lift the judgment of each other and give each other the freedom <laughs> to do what we feel God is really calling us to do? Oh, I would certainly hope so. <laughs> yeah. Well, Yolanta, we want to thank you for being on the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast, but we're not done with you yet. Uh, for our <laughs> listeners, we're going to spend a few more minutes uh, talking with her about uh, what it looks like as a teacher to transition into the homeschool environment. Uh, but that's going to be for our subscribers. And if you're not a subscriber, you're going to want to head over to homeschoolingirl.com slash subscribe to subscribe to our uh, website. And then when you're there, uh, we have a link right on our main page for you to get bonus content. So we're going to put some stuff in the bonus content because this conversation, it's a bonus. It's worth it. has been so fun (laughs) with her. So, and it's going to get better. So, there's our little tease. If you want to hear more, and you're going to want to on this one, <laughs> you're going to want to head over and subscribe. So thanks for being on the podcast with us and just for being willing to get uh, online with us. It's been great to have you here. Remind our listeners where they can find you, Yolanta. Well, this is Yolanta Herb, and I blog at homeschoolcreations.net. So you can find me on Facebook at Homeschool Creations, and most of my usernames are all with Yolanta in them. So good luck to you spelling that, but that's (laughs) J-O-L 
A-N-T-H-E, and it's pronounced Yolantha, not any way you'd even imagine. But (laughs) all my links are also on my site, so you can find me on Facebook and Twitter and all the other good stuff there. All right. Well, thanks so much again for joining us. It was great to talk with you. Thanks very much. All right. We hope you like that rebroadcast uh, with Yolanta. Remember, she also had extra bonus content over at Homeschooling in Real Life at homeschoolingirl.com. And you can get to the subscriber section. And if you're not a subscriber, you can uh, just go ahead and sign up. It's free. Totally uh, free. You get behind the scenes information. If you, know, if you want to touch base with us, the easiest way is to go straight to our website. That's homeschoolingirl.com. All of our information is there. All of our social media and email contacts. Well, I think that wraps up the show for this week. We want to thank you for listening to Homeschooling in Real Life. And uh, next week we have uh, uh, it's going to be a surprise. Thanks for listening and thanks for being super listeners. This is Yolanta Herb. You have been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Everything on this show is written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. You can find out more about this show at homeschoolingirl.com or by searching for them wherever you download your podcast.